Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 27, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, so welcome back everyone. Here we are on day 27. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, like we said yesterday, we've been through all 26 of our readers. So that means today we're all the way back to the beginning, reader number one. Oh yeah, Dave, that sure seems like a long time ago. I was such a young calf back then, so naive. Just skipping through the fields, not a care in the world. Oh, and things have changed a lot since back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dave, I'm much more mature and streetwise now. Your wee cows mature very rapidly, you know. A cow becomes a teenager after just one year. Oh, no, well, I did not know that, Marvin. Yeah, and then every one human year is worth about four cow years after that. I see. Okay, so as we take one human year to go through the whole Bible. Yeah, that's right, Dave. Four of my cow years. You are welcome. Okay, well, I guess in that case, we'd better not waste any time. Yeah, exactly. So, Dave, where are we today? Okay, well, if you remember, Joseph sent his brothers home with some grain, but he kept Simeon in prison until they would bring Benjamin back to Egypt. Oh, yeah, yeah, but their dad wouldn't let Benjamin go. He didn't want any more of his sons getting trapped in prison in Egypt. That's right, so poor old Simeon was left in prison for a while. But after a while, the grain that they had bought from Joseph was all used up, and that's where we'll take up the story today. Okay, great. Yeah, so back to reader number one. Numero uno. Uh, Dave, I can't remember who that was. Ah, that's okay. And that was our friend Janice. Oh yeah, I do remember. Hi, Janice. Hello again, everybody. This reading is from Janice's chapter 43. There still wasn't enough food anywhere in the land. And after a while, Jacob's family had eaten all the grain their brothers had brought from Egypt. So their father said to them, Go back, buy us a little more food. But Judah said to him, The man gave us a strong warning. He said, You won't see my face again unless your brother Benjamin is with you. So send our brother along with us. Then we'll go down and buy food for you. If you won't send him down, we won't go down. The man said to us, You won't see my face again unless your brother is with you. Israel asked, Why did you bring this trouble to me? Why did you tell the man you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. He asked us, Is your father still living? Do you have another brother? We just answered his questions. How could we possibly know he would say, Bring your brother down here? Judah spoke to Israel, his father. Send the boy along with me, he said. We'll go right away. Then we and you and our children will live and not die. I myself promise to keep Benjamin safe. You can blame me if I don't bring him back to you. I'll set him right here in front of you. If I don't, you can put the blame on me for the rest of my life. As it is, we've already waited too long. We could have made the trip to Egypt and back twice by now. Then their father Israel spoke to them. He said, If that's the way it has to be, then do what I tell you. Put some of the best things from our land in your bags. Take them down to the man as a gift. Take some lotion and a little honey. Take some spices and myrrh. 
Take some pistachio nuts and almonds. Take twice the amount of money with you. You have to give back the money that was put in your sacks. Maybe it was a mistake. Also take your brother. Go back to the man at once. May the mighty God cause him to show you mercy. May the man let your other brother and Benjamin come back with you. If I lose my sons, I lose them. So the men took the gifts. They took twice the amount of money. They also took Benjamin. They hurried down to Egypt and went to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he spoke to the manager of his house. Take these men to my house, he said. Kill an animal and prepare a meal. I want them to eat with me at noon. The manager did what Joseph told him to do. He took the men to Joseph's house. They were frightened when they were taken to Joseph's house. They thought, we were brought here because of the money that was put in our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us. Then he can hold us as slaves and take our donkeys. So they went up to Joseph's manager. They spoke to him at the entrance to the house. Please, sir, they said. We came down here the first time to buy food. We opened our sacks at the place where we stopped for the night. Each of us found in our sacks the exact amount of money we had paid. So we've brought it back with us. We've also brought back more money with us to buy food. We don't know who put our money in our sacks. It's all right, the manager said. Don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given you riches in your sacks. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The, ma- the manager took the men into Joseph's house. He gave them water to wash their feet. He provided feed for their donkeys. The brothers prepared their gifts for Joseph. He was planning to arrive at noon. They had heard that they were going to eat there. Thanks, Janice. Oh, wow. His brothers were really scared, huh, Dave? Yep, they'd been to Egypt once and it had not gone well. Remember, they'd been thrown in prison. They'd had to leave one brother behind. They probably wished they could just stay away from Egypt forever. But now, well, now they had to go back. The famine meant they had no choice. Yeah, and then they got called to Joseph's house. Yeah, it was a bit like getting called to the principal's office at school when you know you're in trouble. And so they tried to make sure they weren't in trouble and put right anything that Joseph might have been angry about. You know, Marvin, that's kind of how some people think about God. How do you mean, Dave? Well, deep down we all know that if there was a theophany, if God appeared right in front of us, and it was just about who we are and what we've done, then... Well, we'd all be in trouble. We'd be like Joseph's brothers going to Joseph's house, scared, worried about what will happen to us. And so some people think, well, I'll just try and do some other good stuff. I'll try to be a nice person and maybe God will just kind of let me off on the bad stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 I see what you mean. But Marvin, the news of the Bible is better than that. That's not how it works. One day we will go to meet God in his house, either when we die or when Jesus comes back. But if we ask God to forgive our sins, then we don't have to be scared like that of what will happen to us. And we don't have to work hard being good and just hope that God decides to let us off with the bad stuff that we've done. If we've asked God to forgive us, then we are forgiven. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, imagine if Joseph's brothers knew that they had been forgiven. That's right. Think how differently they would have felt going for dinner at that house. Not worried, not scared, not wondering what would happen to them, but excited and and happy and looking forward to a feast with their brother who loved them. And if we're a Christian, that's one of the ways the Bible describes heaven. It's like a feast with our Father who loves us. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Now today, boys and girls, thank God that we don't have to fear what's waiting for us when we meet him. Thank him that we can actually look forward to where we're going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. What a good day today's been. 
Yep, that is always good news. Okay, well, Marvin, that's it, so we had better say goodbye for today. Okay, bye, everyone. Yep, we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave.